Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of With Love Liz. I am so grateful to have you guys here on today's episode. Um, there were a lot of reviews and comments on our last episode and I just want to say thank you, thank you for everyone who listened and also who gave us feedback on our last episode. Um, today we'll continue from where we stopped last week, um, talking about how important our mental health is to us. So I have today with me an amazing person. Um, she's an entrepreneur. She's an interior designer and a mental health activist. Hi, guys. Yeah, thank you for having me today on the show, Lizzie. Yeah, my name is Emma, as you rightly said. I'm a size and an entrepreneur. I'm also a mental health, health activist. And over the years now, for about two years, I've been I've um, been able to open a Instagram page called Road to Discovery um, Mental Health Foundation on IG, oh. so you guys can check it out. Then I also mm-hmm. recently started um, a YouTube video just to bring more awareness to this topic, mental health, mm-hmm. right? It's yeah. over the years, as I said, as I earlier started the show, I always get um, DMs from people who are struggling with life. Do you understand? Because I am, yeah. I act like a solicitor for, for as a counselor to talk to people. Do you understand? Just so I have a lot of people who um, come into my DMs as in they open up to me about so many stuff, and then I yeah. meet weekly with my friends to discuss this issue mental health and I can huh. and I can tell you guys that we've made tremendous um progress and I'm hoping that over the years we will definitely do more. So thank you Lizzie for doing this. Like if many of us could actually bring in more awareness into this like Emma that is amazing, honestly. Seriously I you know when I was um, looking for someone to talk about mental health, you were the first person that crossed my mind and also Oye Funke. And this is because I have actually watched Emma, you know, inviting girls from her friends, um, young women, you know, they meet and sit and talk about things, you know, because depression and mental health is really, you know, um, underrated in our society today and it's very important that we bring out like we make people aware of these things the last episode funke and i discussed about mental health and we talked mainly on depression but what do you think mental health is okay so from a layman's point of view right mental okay. health is the uh, is the absence of mental illness it is the ability to function properly without mm-hmm. any obstruction, without mm-hmm. any physical obstruction to your daily lives. Um, so the last episode, Funke and I were discussing depression mainly, and a lot of people, some of my friends were asking me, oh, why didn't you touch other places, you know, other types, causes of, um, types of mental health, sorry. Why didn't we talk about other types of mental health and all? And I had to tell people that, oh, we're going to do another episode on uh, where we're going to touch different areas because mental health is very broad, you know. And um, I know you're doing a course on psychology, right? You're doing 
a course on yeah. psychology and this is for you to help yeah, right. which is amazing because i know you're doing it to yeah. help other young women and so you understand it better so i i don't know if you can you know give us tell us the types of mental health illness and also maybe just touch touch them and give us a, just give us a layman idea of what each um types of mental health is mental health as you rightly said has is obviously it's so broad like and you know mm-hmm. how um technology is right each yeah. come up with more and more me- um, mental illnesses or classification of mental illnesses but yeah. um right now i have about five classes of mental illnesses and one we have schizophrenia two we have okay. mood disorders three we have anxiety disorders four we have disassociation disorders five we have personality disorders so now i'm going to start with schizophrenia now what do we Mm. understand by schizophrenia schizophrenia is actually the most important and the most terrible mental illness now Mm. for we nigerians you know these people that roam on the streets that wear old clothes they put rags oh. they, we call rags you understand mm. clothes that we mm. call rags and they okay. according we ignorant africans we call them mad people actually these mm. people are schizophrenic right oh wow and then most people when you see a mad person on the road we just assume that oh, this one is is a, is possessed this one um uh, somebody spiritual problem yeah spiritual problem well, it's actually a very serious mental illness. Over half oh, of wow. the mental hospitals that we have are occupied by people that have schizophrenia. Do you understand? Now, these people, um, they vary from being murderers to actually people that, that just stay on the road. The symptoms of schizophrenia, they have hallucinations, like hallucinations about things that actually did not happen. Do you understand? Okay, oh, I'm okay. telling you about some there are some weird stories that weird stuff. Line yeah. up. Like, what is this one? You cannot relate to what these people are saying. They have delusions mm. that okay, maybe I'm God or people are chasing after me. You understand mm. all those kind of talk, and then we'll be like, what's going on? And then because of this, because of the symptoms that these people actually um exhibit. We, as humans, you know, we, they have shunned by the society, like, they always tend to run away from me. I, for one, if I see somebody that uh, that has these symptoms, as in, I would flee. If they of are course. Part of the road, I would flee. <laughs> and it's actually, these are these are because before I even started um, reading on, on this um, psycho, um, psychology um, um, course, like, ignorance as well. I wouldn't even lie. And I apologize for calling these people mad people do you understand because obviously nobody chooses to want to be um uh, to want to be mentally ill do yeah. you understand nobody yeah. chooses to want to be uh, mentally ill so for schizophrenia we have like two types we have the paranoid schizophrenia and the catatonic schizophrenia now the paranoid schizophrenia are the people as i said they're always talking uh, talking about weird stuff sometimes you'll be long wondering at this one go drink i've been awaiting drunk you understand but actually these people actually have hallucinations that they cannot actually handle do you understand that's why Mm -hmm. if we could draw more awareness to this to these issues these people would not be on the roads they wouldn't they shouldn't be on the streets they need help Mm -hmm. they need actual help 
Then we yeah. also have the catatonic schizophrenia people. These people are actually frozen. So they are not as vocal as the other people are. Sometimes you see them, they just keep quiet. They hold themselves together. They can't talk. Do you understand? They cannot yeah. actually um, bring their words together, right? Now, what are the causes? Yeah. Of, mostly, the causes of this schizophrenia, um, according to what I've been studying, mostly is it has is um, hereditary, right? Most, oh, most wow. of the time is hereditary. But then, yeah. But then there are a few exemptions like viral infections. And then for some people, like they have maybe difficult births, you know. Some women go through a lot when they are. Um, so the trauma sometimes affects the child's brain mm. and then mm. leads to this. Yeah, it leads to this. So for some people, they are born that way. Do you understand? And then for us, mm. for other people, um, they, they over time, right? Over time, yeah. this causes yeah. like maybe due to like a traumatic experience or something, and then they mm. start acting weird. And then um, for some Muslims, they say it's gene. They call it gene or something. You understand? Oh, so uh. it's. I'm not saying. I'm not trying to um, actually dispute anyone's religion to say that okay, maybe these things do not actually happen. But most yeah. of the time, right, it's not actually spiritually, um, spiritually connected, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, I've touched um, lightly on that, as I said, is the most important and the most terrible, right? Yeah, so yeah. second on, we are moving on to mood disorders. Now, mood disorders, we have um, we have um, two types of mood disorders. We okay. have depression and we have bipolar. And now, um, mood disorders is the most common. Now, as I said, the previous one I spoke about, schizophrenia, is the most important and the most terrible right? yeah. yes. but now yeah. for mood others, which has to do with depression and bipolar this is the most common right now mm. as we all know has um, the last guest on the show actually discussed um, depression so I'll just depression. talk on a few topics that I feel like we should um, at least no. be aware of right moving on as I said now, normally, you know how humans are. Sometimes just come out and say, "Okay, ah, I'm depressed. I had a depressed. I had a, a very, a very long day, so I'm depressed." As if we just mm. show that word in anyhow, without even anyhow. understanding the full implications what of is, what yes. being depressed actually means, right? Yeah, so now, yeah. to actually classify um, depression from the normal um, talk that we actually use it as. It is now called major depression disorder. Do you understand? According to statistics, more women suffer from depression. And sure. the first reason is because they feel women are more prone to poverty. Now, I understand that this particular point may have different controversial views, right? But the yes. reason why they feel like women are more prone to poverty and stuff is because, you know, um, inequality. That's why you see these days women are um, women are fighting um, for feminists every time. Feminist, Everywhere you're hearing yes. about feminists, people want equality. You understand? Because in the past, I'm happy that at least there's some progress in that. So obviously, we can see that women are, are tend to do better these, these days than yes. as opposed yes. to um, in the past, right? Then Not to be gender biased, though. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Not to be gender biased, though, because I know. Yeah. Sorry to cut you short, because I know a lot of people. No, even even on yeah. my 
even on my story, my WhatsApp story, when I posted the video on depression, everybody was like, oh, we are the females, we are the male people. Like, it's just that most males will never come out to say that, oh, they're depressed. They never accept it because the society doesn't accept that. that. Yes. Mm. So women are prone to poverty and stuff, and you know, uh, poverty leads to, you know, obviously being depressed and not being enough and stuff. So two, we have hormonal differences, right? And then yes. you know women uh, have, um, suffer from something called postpartum depression. That's after yeah, childbirth yeah, and stuff yeah. due to changes to the body and then, you know, um, psychological changes as well, right? So now, now the, another reason why, that's the third reason why they feel like women um, actually report more mental illnesses is because men are actually unwilling to actually report mental illnesses. Illness. Said, due to, they never um, accept yes, it. Yes, due to, they never, they never actually accept it, hardly. So the fourth reason now is because men actually, um, men actually do not dwell on it. Do you understand? A man might be mm. depressed, but he'll be like, nah, nah, I actually have to find like a distraction. You understand? So before you know mm. it, they are out of it faster than women. Unlike women would tend to dwell we tend to dwell in this, oh, this is what is happening. I feel like I'm heartbroken. I'll be here for a yeah. while, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And before you know mm. it, it now leads to major depression disorder, right? So now, yeah. you know, the most extreme manifestation of um, depression is suicide, right? Yes, and yes. Even though, even though more women attempt suicide, right? Mm. And, but yeah. more men actually... Um, Die, die from suicide. Why? Because obviously we know that women most times you take a pill or maybe you just try to um, um, give yourself some cuts on your wrist and stuff. At the end of the day, they'll they'll find you before it gets um, to the critical stage. But for men, if a man actually decides that okay, I'm I'm ready to actually commit suicide, trust me, the guy is actually going to use the more lethal <laughs> methods like using a gun or actually using an actual um, pill that he knows, okay, will kill him. Like recently, um, speaking about suicide, my neighbor just actually committed suicide like not so long ago. Wow. Like sometime last year. As in, I'm not talking wow. about my neighbor like on my street. I mean my next door neighbor actually committed suicide. So now over mm. time, I heard that, okay, this guy was suffering from depression and stuff. He was abroad wow. for some time. Blah, blah, blah. He had he had a girlfriend he was um, planning to get married to. And then before we knew it, they, they broke off the, the engagement and the guy became depressed. He was doing so horribly over there. And then you know how it is when you're over there. Nobody's actually really looking after you. So after siblings you. are like, let's bring him close home so we could actually see him. But now the mistake they made, you actually know that this guy has a mental illness. Why are you bringing him home and leaving him confined to himself? I've heard that this particular guy has broken his TV many times. He said he doesn't want any TV. They'll give him a phone. He said he doesn't want any phone. So to actually reach and communicate with him is a problem. Like, I'm, sometimes I'm, I'm here with my friends and I'm like, before this guy will come and knock on my door, I don't even know what's bothering this guy. You understand? So before mm. I knew it, this was going on and on for a while. This guy doesn't even eat. Like every time I'll say that, okay, I think his preference was Coke and bread, something like that. And then maybe some once in a while they'll bring him KFC or something, those are the only two things he eats. They'll just drop it at his door, he'll open his door, pick it out. When he's done, he drops it back at the door, 
So that was his routine. He actually had no damn routine. That was all he was doing. Till somebody told me that this guy has died. Has died. Oh, I'm so sorry. This guy has died. Did I know that this guy died? I was like, wow. Died from what? They said he killed himself. He took a sniper and killed himself and died. I'm like, wow. wow. This is crazy. Like, I was shaking for days. I'm like, are you trying to tell me, like, he was actually dead for four days before they actually discovered his body? Actually discovered his body. That's crazy. I met this guy here. As in, obviously, I didn't. I, I obviously did not have a cure. But I felt like I should. I could have been able to do something to actually help his situation. After I heard his story, anything little like I could. It could be as as little as um sliding um um notes under his door just to encourage him. You understand? And then if if yeah. I do that, obviously he wouldn't know who was doing it. So it's not like he would come to me and say, "Why are you doing that?" Do you get? But just little things like even me stopping, I could have continued um, exchanging um, um, my greetings to him even without getting a response, knowing fully well that this guy actually had a problem instead of seizing it, you understand? So I just hope mm-hmm. that daily we would um, improve in our methods of um, dealing with people who are passing through depression. So anyways, moving on to bipolar, right? What's bipolar? What okay. do you understand by bipolar? Bipolar um, swings back and forth between being extremely happy and then being extremely low, you know, mm. being from mm. mania to depression, mania to depression. Now, bipolar is actually very serious, it's more serious than we, we can imagine. And then even though um, it, might be, it, may, it might be hard to actually diagnose people with bipolar, I feel mm. like it's more common than we actually realize. Yes, it point, is. I was starting yes. to, I was, I was starting to suspect myself. Are you actually bipolar? Like one time, one guy made a statement. Emma, you must be bipolar because today you're extremely happy. And I think it's true. You understand? Mm. Today you're yeah. extremely, and tomorrow you are so sad. You have no reason why you are sad. You cannot even explain mm. why you are sad. You are mm. just sad. It's crazy mm. because now there's a psychological part of you that wants to actually make people feel like, oh, I'm not sad, I'm happy. So before you know it, it might tend to want to overdo it. That's why we see that people that actually commit suicide at the end of the day, most times are, 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 are connected to people that actually have bipolar because, you know, you live extreme. See, we hear comedians every time committing suicide. These are people that are actually extremely happy on the outside. Yeah. How, mm. how, how does mm. this happen? How does this happen? You understand? Then hmm. you now realize after some research, you realize okay, this person actually had bipolar, bipolar stuff. So, so it's actually serious. It's just as serious as um as um a major depression disorder. So, anyways, wow. we're moving on to the third class of mental illness, right? And the yeah. third class is um anxiety disorder. Normally, everybody experiences some level of anxiety. It's part hmm. and parcel of life. Do you understand? Mm. Okay, mm. there's an exam and then you are waiting your results. Obviously, you you have some some sort of anxiety. Do you understand? You're getting married. Yes. You, yeah. you, you just, you understand, you experience some level of anxiety. But now, yeah. when it becomes a problem is when it's irrational and it makes no sense at all. Do you understand? When it makes no sense and it's uncontrollable, then you know that, okay, I, I actually have an anxiety disorder, Right? And now for anxiety disorder, we have three general types. One, we have general anxiety disorder. Two, we have phobia anxiety disorder. And then three, we have um, OCD, which is um, obsessive compulsive 
disorder, right? Huh? Obviously, people know mm. what um, OCD is. So I'll throw in some light on each of them. So now for okay. generalized um, anxiety disorder, um, the symptoms are, the physical symptoms are maybe you've been having like stomach aches, tightening of your muscles, headaches, mm. and most mm. of them are related to the normal anxiety that we feel. Those are attached to the normal anxiety we feel as, as being a normal human, you understand? Only a bit yeah. more extreme. Do you understand? Yeah. A bit more yeah. extreme. And then most people, it's from research, uh, it's been observed that most people that actually suffer from any sort of anxiety um, actually have a relative or some or somebody close to the family that actually suffered from major depression disorder. Do you understand? Wow. So it's hard oh. for you to actually have anxiety, to have a, okay. major, um, a major anxiety disorder without okay. um, it being um, genetic and genetically connected to you most times, in most cases. Do you understand? Hmm. So now, hmm. um, um, that's, that's on generalized um, um, anxiety disorder. And most times, it's, co- it's, it's caused by maybe a childhood trauma, you understand, that makes you super hmm. vigilant of stuff. Even without mm. them happening. Do you understand? Mm. So now the second mm. one is phobia anxiety disorder. Now phobia anxiety disorder is mostly uh, mostly focuses on objects. Do you understand? So now okay. also you have a height phobia or you have a phobia for dogs and stuff. But now the only problem here is unlike people that have actually had bad experiences from this phobia, you who has a phobia disorder might not have had an experience with this like maybe you've never fallen off from the sky before you've never been beaten by a dog but you just have a phobia <laughs> sounds sounds like a white people thing happening <laughs> <laughs> i swear it's crazy you just have a phobia that this is going to happen to you it's in your mind you cannot take it off your mind you understand mm. and then obviously mm. it's called preparedness theory you're just prepared for something that has never happened happened before. to you so now okay. uh, now the third one is um, um obsessive compulsive disorder now i feel like i actually do fall under this um um mental illness I actually mm. do fall on now the problem with um ocd is most people actually attach ocd to being clean and then and stuff, but it's actually way more deeper than that. It, it, it most times oh. actually even has nothing to do with being clean. If you're a neat person, that's fine. That's a separate thing on its own. You understand? But when you okay. actually have OCD, you actually have compulsions that are actually repetitive. You understand? They're actually, oh. you have a way of doing your things on. Like I have a problem most times, even when I go out, I have a friend at home. I can't think straight. I'm thinking, ah, this thing is out of place now. This thing is out of place now. It's crazy because sometimes I sleep. I'm thinking about it. It makes me depressed, mm. and it makes me depressed, and it just gives me unnecessary anxiety. I cannot think straight. I can't imagine something falling on my floor or something. It's crazy. It's crazy. Wow. And then I just so how like, do you yeah, deal with it's crazy. it? How do you how do you deal with it? Honestly speaking, I still haven't found better ways to deal with this thing it's crazy i i cannot handle it i cannot handle it sometimes i'm i feel like i'm out of control and then sometimes i'm just like okay i just think i should be alone i most times i prefer obviously i like the company of my friends and family but most times i prefer being alone i feel like i'm saying that that way do you understand i, I don't want to be mm. worrying about stuff being out of place 
and then everything you get it's crazy yeah. so most times like um most times um they use drugs like they give they administer drugs like professionals actually administer drugs to people so actually okay. reduce that there's that's, that's something called serotonin and the, okay. the neurons of the body so they okay. actually give them drugs actually help reduce it do you understand okay. so you can mm-hmm. actually have less anxiety you understand so is so it this is it is it a death threat like does it is it something that can kill you is it ocd something that can actually cause you death or something extreme no not no 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 not that thing was not that crazy oh, even okay. though the only problem with it is that when you um when uh, your your level of ocd is really high you know obviously it might now lead to deeper depression do you understand you'll oh. be more depressed you'll be more worried all the time and then before you know it it might now lead to but in most cases anxieties actually do not lead to um they do not lead to um suicide and stuff related to it most okay. times in most cases um this association um, association this other obviously it sounds like what it is you just want to be alone like you take yourself away from social gatherings and stuff you understand then there's something called personality disorder now for personality disorder there's a debate on it actually being a mental illness or not because um it has to do with people who are narcissists you understand these are people mm. who have a certain way of doing things you understand mm. they are so egocentric and stuff so that's that on that but then you know obviously there's some cases that are highly more extreme than the others right okay my one question i've always wanted to ask was um why did you decide to go into road to discovery what really inspired you by the way guys road to discovery is emma's youtube channel and instagram handle where she is where she talks about mental health and all so what what's really inspired you to do that I always felt like I, I could actually um, relate to the topic of like mental health, especially in the areas of depression, right? Obviously, okay. like I've had um I've had um, um breakdowns of depression, like, but it's not like I actually did have depression like for a very long time, and before I realized that this is something I should go into. But I had breakdowns. You know how it is when you start with life, like, like what's next and stuff, all of those things. Yeah. Yeah. and it actually usually affects women in their mid-twenties right mm, so i was yeah. at that point in my life right i okay. was like what is happening to me what do i do and then i didn't feel like i didn't feel like i was actually um, um performing my daily activities straight on without um having obstructions right so i knew okay. that there was something wrong so I decided to start reading on it on my own. What does it mean to have depression? And then I saw the part where they said, um, before you know you have a depression, at least from two weeks to 13 weeks minimum, right? Two weeks. Okay. So I'm like, oh, well, I've been here for more than two weeks. So does that mean I'm actually really depressed? It took me a while to actually accept that. Because you know how it is. People are like, at this one, you won't go kill yourself because of man. I've been awaiting. Yes. Been you know, you know all, yes. those, uh, all those funny words. So before you know it, you want to keep it to yourself. You want to deny that you're actually depressed, right? And then it, it actually was crazier for me. As in, it went, it, as in, like last year, I had the worst form of depression. that I, could, I, could, I can actually tell you that I was depressed for almost throughout the year last year. Wow. I was so down. And then before I actually actually faced real depression, real um, 
um, major depression disorder. I was like, I was really into this, you understand? But even while I was talking about it, soliciting for mental illness, I, I, I noticed that I was suffering from it. I was suffering so badly from it. So I had to, to read up on it. I had to try to do better. And I can tell you that one of the things that I did for myself that actually helped me was music. It's going, it's crazy, right? Yeah, yeah. My channel, I'll actually go more. I'll go more on this, right? People do lots of stuff to actually ease themselves up, like music. Like I'm, go, I'm going to be giving home home therapies that, of course, we know that would have no effect at all, mm, right? Mm, Obviously, because mm. I'm not here a professional. I'm not going to tell you to go and take this drug or take that drug. I'm going to give home remedies that can actually improve your mental health, right? Mm. So these were the things that I did. And then towards the end of last year, I was like, what is even wrong with this girl? What is wrong with you? As in, you need to, as in, what does, being depressed at the end of the day does not solve anything. As much as it sounds like a cliche saying it, it doesn't solve anything, obviously, easier said than done, right? You actually are the only one that can bring yourself out of depression because has, um, has, um, the um, statistics we have for people that actually do it's not everybody that goes that through therapy that actually comes out of depression most people hmm. go through therapy and then you realize that you're the same you're still depressed you're going to therapy you're doing everything right why are you still depressed at the end of the day it starts with the mind it starts with yourself right yeah. i actually yeah. had to bring i was like irrespective of where i am what i'm doing where my family is my age and my status i will be happy and guys, I'm going to tell you that it took me one day to come out of depression. And I can tell you that now I am as healthy as I can ever be. Oh, wow, that's amazing. No matter, I was like, no matter what, as in, being depressed will solve nothing. Yeah. Solve too. nothing to take me nowhere. It only obstructs me, to only bring me down more and more. So I decided that, Emma, you have to come out. You have to be happy. You understand? Because the same way um depression is contagious suicide is contagious that's the same way being happy is infectious you understand yes so when i'm yes. happy I'm like Emma, like my this this was um, this was um the road to my recovery obviously literally happened when the recovery actually happened like a few days to my birthday i was like emma you have to be happy and guess what i was happy my birthday was like this my last birthday 2019 was the best i was so happy and most of my friends were like emma I could feel your happiness. I could feel you were so happy. I never, I didn't even have a reason to be happy. Honestly speaking, I didn't. Mm. I felt like I did not have a reason to be happy, but I felt like I needed it for my soul. This um, uh, this is what we should try to do for if we know we are suffering from one mental illness or the other. We should try. First of all, what I need us to know is that it starts from us. It starts from you. Yes. Your yes, therapist is only there to help you. She's only there to help um, align or make you organize or make you see stuff differently. But it starts from you. If mm. you still have a, a, a negative attitude, a negative mindset, it's going to take you nowhere. Going to therapy, going for social um, um, support groups, gatherings, it's not going to help you at all. So I hope I've done justice to this topic. Oh my gosh, um, you have, you have. Thank you and for having me. Lizzie. You, you were so amazing. Thank you so much for everything. 
I personally, I have learned a lot from this, honestly. And I feel like in this country and the society we live in, we need to be more aware of these things. Thank you so much, Emma, for bringing light into uh, mental health and, you know, just um, encouraging us and um, teaching us about this. I wish you all the best. I pray and I hope that people listen to you and I pray that you touch more lives out there and inspire a lot of people. Just follow Emma on Instagram. Her page is Road to the Recovery. And also subscribe to her YouTube channel, Road to Recovery. I have personally. I mean, Thank you don't you even so have to be depressed. Living. Yeah, you don't have to be depressed to follow no, that page. You, you might actually know someone yes, who honestly. is. So you can reach out yeah. to people. It just takes one person, really. It just takes one person and yeah. then... The world is a better place. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you so much, Emma. And on that note, guys, I hope you guys had so much fun listening to this and you learned a lot from this. With love, Liz.